0: Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, B.J. Armstrong. And, B.J., it's Christmas week, and I, I feel like it's easy to start like this. Do you have anything that's on your Christmas list this year? What's on your wish list? What did you send in to Santa uh, for B.J.'s big Christmas, if anything?
1: Well, Tate, because I'm a kid at heart.
0: I feel that. When I'm back I'm back up in North Carolina, I feel 12 years old. Yeah, I'm, I, I ate cereal like an hour ago. I'm like, I feel like a kid again. I'm a this kid is great. at
1: heart. And <laughs> Tate, You know I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Yes. And I'm hoping for a new lightsaber. Oh. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh. I've just been introduced a couple years ago and really got it. I'm I'm, I'm taking a deep dive into the Marvel Universe now. And (laughs) I was vetoed. And she was correct to go see the (laughs) Spider-Man movie. I was vetoed. But I'm really, you know, I'm really into my
0: Disney Plus. Mm. I'm really into my Mandalorian, Disney Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. WandaVision.
1: Yeah, but the Marvel stuff, you know, WandaVision, Loki. I'm really into I mean, I'm not a little bit into it. I'm really into it. And then The Matrix 4 just came out.
0: Yeah. And you're really a Matrix guy, and I mean, I'm really you, you a Matrix. Are. I wish you could see my, you
1: see my artwork. You see my artwork, right? I, I got yes. a picture of Neo right here, right? And you know the Wachowskis growing up in Chicago, they were huge Bulls fans, and so I can't wait to see that. So all I want for Christmas is health, happiness, and for me to. Relive my childhood through my lightsabers. Watch a little Marvel. Yeah, the universe, watch a little Matrix. Watch a little yeah. Matrix. A little basketball, sprinkle that in. And then I'm good. And then, I, you mm. know, a little food. Kids are happy. Everyone's happy. And we can get through this COVID thing. Like, can't forget that.
0: Yeah, we got to get through that. But, yeah, all that sounds like a great escapism. That's what I'm going to do as yeah, well. Yeah, I'm you know, escaping. Some-
1: I, I can't wait. Like, I can't wait to... Yeah. I'm I gonna
0: watch The Matrix too Maybe we'll talk About that a little yeah, bit Yeah yeah We gotta
1: talk About The Matrix And then <laughs> And then I'm Really excited About Boba Fett The book of Ooh, Boba Fett Ooh that's gonna be good Oh yeah. that's I, I can't I can't get enough Of this t- I can't get enough Of the, the 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 art The When you say Reliving your childhood Like As a kid I remember Like who is this Boba Fett guy mm. So I'm getting Into the backstories On that In my 50s And it's phenomenal
0: it's, it's, I saw I, I saw a clip the other day on Instagram, and it was uh, George Lucas on the set with Samuel L. Jackson. And Samuel L. asked him, uh, you know, what color lightsabers, you know, that, that they have. And George Lucas goes, well, the good guys have, you know, green or blue, and the bad guys have red. And then Samuel goes, that's it? I can't have another color? And he goes, I'll get you another color. And that's how I got the purple lightsaber. You know. <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, BJ needs to see this.
1: Well, yeah, I, I every time I see Samuel Jackson, I wanna
0: ask him like how did this really go down? I told
1: you at the time <laughs> I was I was at a I was at a function with George Lucas.
0: Yeah, you went to like a dinner or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like the I don't like the <laughs> yeah, throw days. Yeah, no, yeah, right? I'm yeah, not yeah, into, yeah, I'm yeah. not into that. I'm yeah, not into yeah, that. Yeah. But
1: you know, there's a few <laughs> things I've done in my life where, like I get excited about. I don't get excited about much. You know, my wife will, will gladly tell you, you know. Yeah, your is, motto
0: at your house is please leave me the F alone. Yeah, yeah yeah. That's,
1: yeah, yeah. That's basically me. But this was one event I was really excited about. And it took every ounce of discipline that I have, which isn't much, to not go up to George Lucas and start asking him questions. Like, yeah. okay, what's, what, what was really going on? And it was the greatest because I had literally a three hour conversation with myself. About everything, I would ask him if given the opportunity. (laughs) So he probably thinks I'm the weirdest person ever because I I didn't speak the entire dinner because I was just I didn't know what to say as
0: soon as you opened. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know what to say. Like you're sitting, like it's
1: it's it's like you're watching the movies. You grow up with the movies. You have this attachment to the movies, and all of a sudden, the creator of the movies is right there and you have questions and mm-hmm. i didn't know what to say i was at a loss of words i was at a loss <laughs> of words so yeah i am a little weird and hopefully if mr lucas sees me he would say yeah i remember that dinner and, and if he could just give me one question i just i just yeah. need, i need to like All 100 need questions
0: yeah, you need 100, but maybe you boil it down to one. I yeah, think it I needs wish to it be good. by the Purple Lightsaber, because that that is iconic, you know, Mace Windu, pulling out the Purple Lightsaber. Yeah, that's what everybody that knew. I don't know how we got yeah. to that, but yeah. So that's <laughs> my... What about you? What are you doing for Christmas? Hey, you know, I'm back home in North Carolina. I went to the Dean Dome last night, watched my North Carolina Tar Heels beat Appalachian State, so that was fun. My oh, yeah. brother... My brother's a lawyer in North Carolina, BJ. He's got a wife, got two kids. My nieces, oh. they're, you know, beautiful. And, uh, you know, he's got he's got his seats for his company that are like five rows up. And, like, he took me to the game and all these people that I saw last night, saw a lot of people at the game, they were, they were coming up to me like, Tate, you got such great seats. And my brother's like, not his seats. <laughs> he can't get, I'm like, I can't get seats in here. You know Uncle I mean? My Tate, brother's I, balling out. I bet Uncle hey, Tate's I'm a Uncle lot Tate. of fun.
1: Uncle Tate's a oh, lot of fun. I, I, I'm the
0: most fun. And I live in L.A., so all I do is, like, you know, I tell them that's what I live, where, you know, Anna and Elsa from Frozen live. You know what I mean? I right. I, I, I give them all the game. And, uh, yeah, so we have a great time. So we got, we got to get to the basketball, though, BJ, because it, we got a lot to talk about. And it's not going to be COVID-related because the L.A. Lakers – Are fresh on my mind again. I watched them last night play the best in the West, aka the Suns. You and I both.
1: You and I both.
0: And let me just say before we get to the Lakers, the Suns are giving us a masterclass of you know how to play team basketball right now. I, I am really enjoying watching the way that they play. Booker is back. And uh, he is back on his BS, which is good to see as well. Um, But going over to the other side of things, LeBron James doing all he can. Again, we said we're going to give him a pass. Man has 34 points last night, seven rebounds. Carmelo Anthony is ejected from this game. Um, Thought he got hit by Jay Crowder in the midsection at one point. Gets a second technical, gets tossed. A lot of drama in this one. The Lakers have a lot of drama, as we know. It is L.A. But what... What are we doing? What is the conversation moving forward, PJ? Because LeBron's given 100%. He's given all he's got. Year 19, like I said, 34.7 rebounds. But they're resulting in losses, and the the Phoenix Suns uh, notch another win on their belt, and they love playing in L.A. I, I, I saw that last night. You know, Mikel Bridges said he loves playing in L.A., which I think if you're a Lakers fan, that is the last thing you want to hear, that they like playing on your home court.
1: Well, Tate, that's a big question. And first, Tate, We don't want to jump on this Phoenix Suns bandwagon now. Okay. You and I said this at the beginning of the season. Mm Mm-hmm. We said they were the best in the West. I said, we said they were the best team in the West. Now it's coming to light. The Phoenix Suns, without question, they are the best team in the West. Without question, okay? We're closing in now on about 35 games with every team. So now we pretty much know who's who, regardless mm. of injuries and stuff, because I always wait, tape for 25 games before giving a, you know, like my true – synopsis
0: list. of where we are. Yeah. yeah,
1: but now we're here now. Okay, the Lakers right now, they have a problem. I've been waiting for them to get healthy. That hasn't happened. I've been waiting for them to find their chemistry. That hasn't happened. I've been waiting for them to find their rhythm. That hasn't happened. Now we can say – Out question, the Lakers have a problem. Mm. They have a problem now. There's no doubt about it. They they have a problem. Whether they are healthy, this year it's not going to happen for them. They got to do something now because Laker Nation demands a championship. (laughs) This year. We can't say, what is the date today? What is it? December, what is this? December 22nd, as we're recording. We can say, Without question, this team, as currently constructed, is not going to win the championship. Yep, it's just not enough time now. They have ADs out. You know, LeBron's playing a lot of minutes.
0: How many? I mean, they've gone to so many overtime games already. Yeah, I, I mean, mean Le- they're they Le- Le- overextended look, I mean, look, at this point. I,
1: I, again, I've given I've given as you as I told you, I've given LeBron a pass. Like LeBron gets yes. a pass for me, but you can't keep playing him all of these minutes, right? He had a great game last night. He had 34 points, seven rebounds, two assists, two steals in 34 minutes. That's about right. But you can't keep going in that well now in year 19. LeBron's going to be 37 here shortly. Now, what are they going to do? That's the question. What are they going to do? And how are they going to get better to acquire the player or players that's going to help them get back to where they want to be which is to win the final season of the game i think they have a problem they know they have a problem now and now it's kind of figuring out which direction they're going to go in i have my and i don't know if we want to go down this this rabbit hole but i have my thoughts about it i'd love to hear your thoughts about it where does this team go from here
0: quick break to get a word from our sponsors Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strain for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com. And guys, here's a special deal for you. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code TNT at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code T-A-N-D-T, to receive your first month free.
1: It can happen so easily. You're out with your friends or coworkers. You're putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many. It's time to go, and for a moment, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you're a good driver. You live nearby. You can make it home, okay? What are the odds you'll get pulled over? And even so, what's the worst that could happen? You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride
0: drive sober or get pulled over this podcast is brought to you by direct tv stream does this sound familiar you've got one device that lets you catch the game live another that lets you stream your favorite shows you're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff well i want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of all the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Back to Pushing Through that is the million dollar question and everyone going into the season again we talk about you always say this you have the the three phases of things that you win you know the press clippings the actual you know team you know but the press clippings was all lakers you know what i mean they they were going to win the title they have russell westbrook they have carmelo anthony they have six hall of fame guys on their team because gasol was on the roster to start the season and now we're in december and now we're 35 games in. They're 10 games back of the Phoenix Suns. They right now would play the Kings in the play-in scenario as the seven seed. So they would have to deal with that situation, which would not be fun. And all in all, they could just hit the eject button on the whole on the whole experience, right? Because LeBron is win now. And I think that's the big question. What is the piece that you trade away if you're L.A. to get back something valuable? It's not going to be A.D., I assume because you know he's supposed to be number 1. It's not going to be LeBron, or is it? It's not going to be Russell Westbrook, or is it? You know what I mean? And, and I think that's the big conversation because one of those three has to be involved in some sort of deal to make this team quote unquote better, we presume, or it might just be a LeBron situation where he says, "I want to eject myself out of this situation because we're not at a at a place where we can win a title." Or is that too crazy? Is that too far-fetched? <laughs>
1: Well, I don't think that's too far-fetched. I think it's, I think it's, it's time to have a serious conversation within the, etern- within the inside of the Lakers organization to ask the following. Is this team good enough to win a championship? Over the next... And I, I'm, I'm going to be realistic here. When you put together a team... You want to ha- you give yourself a three-year window to where you can compete. Like, you say, okay, this team has constructed their core group, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Russell Westbrook. Can they come together within three years and get one? That's realistic. Like, every year, you know, injuries, things happen, right? You But you want to say, can they do it? My answer with those three together right now with age, I don't think this is a I don't think they have a three-year window.
0: Mm. Okay. I think this was the window. This was a one-and-done scenario. This was, a,
1: this was, let's see, how, wait, let's see, can we, what we can do one year? Immediate gratification now seems to be the way. You know, we can we can blame it on Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard changed how you think about building a championship roster. Oh well, they did it in Toronto. Well, I guess we can do it too. Now it's possible. That's what made the Toronto move such an incredible move. It was a one-and-done type scenario. When I look at this roster, the, when I look at this Laker team, I don't believe that this is a championship-caliber team. They have a lot of good names. But, Tate, it requires effort and energy to go out there and do it. And this team forgot one thing as I was watching them last night before you can get to the playoffs. Cause I truly believe that this team was constructed with the idea in mind. If we can get to the playoffs, we can, we can beat anybody. Mm-hmm.
0: Which yeah, I don't think they're wrong. And I sense, don't think you th- get th- there first.
1: I, exactly. Take, you said it, you said it. If they can get to the playoffs healthy with this team, they got a shot. They're big, they're athletic. You're going to get the proper rest in between the games. You got the
0: IQ, you got, you got the, the, adjustments. the adjustments. I mean, they're not yeah. going to
1: panic. They can win a game on the road, defend at home. Hey, they got a deep enough bench. Carmelo's coming off, so forth and so on. They forgot one important ingredient. You got to get through the regular season to get to the playoffs. And that is going to be their Achilles heel. This team is not put together with the idea of getting through the regular season. Because those young guys last night for the Phoenix Suns, and I know Chris Paul isn't a young guy, <laughs> but when you watch DeAndre Ayton and Mikhail Bridges and Devin Booker. Cam Johnson, yeah. Them guys are running. And, and as I was reminded JaVale. the other day, JaVale is running. You can't ever forget what, what, what hard works look like. And that, to me, is what happened with the Lakers. They were depending on their experience, basketball, IQ, and all of those things to help them get through the regular season. And that doesn't happen. 20 minutes on the treadmill, Tate, is 20 minutes on the treadmill. Your experience can't get you through that hard work. And right now, when you watch the Lakers, you can see they are a step behind. They went to a small ball lineup due to all of the things they're going through. Like every organization, every team is going through COVID, so forth. So players are out. Players are out with injuries. And Tate, it's going to be tough for them. So I think it's time for them to have an internal conversation to say, what can we do with their core group? I think there's only three people in the core. Are you going to trade Anthony Davis? What can you get back?
0: Especially with the injury and everything, I feel like he's off the table.
1: Because the way Anthony Davis is viewed, especially here in the Lakers, is he's a top five player. Mm -hmm. He's a top five talent. I think we all can say that. Now, whether he's a top five player, we can debate that but he's a top five Mm. talent and they're going to want a top five talent back in return. Russell Westbrook, where is he at right now in his career? And what can you get back from him? And with his salary, what's feasible? And then the billion dollar question is LeBron James. Okay. Whether it was said or it was, it was understood everyone understood that Anthony Davis needed to be the best player on the team if they were going to be a championship caliber team so that means that LeBron James is willing to defer or at least acknowledge that during the regular season he probably can't just carry you like he once did for so many years Mm -hmm. whether he said it or
0: not he still puts up numbers. Here's the thing. He tried to give AD 23. I think I mean, I think that said it, right? The symbolism of that says, "Hey, here, take here this.
1: is here is Le- LeBron James. LeBron James last night in 34 minutes, he had 34, 7 and 2 assists. Those are those are big numbers. The difference now is LeBron James can't just carry that win now at this age.
0: So, it used to be if he puts up those numbers, it's guaranteed a this, win.
1: This is this – is, and at, at his age, I, I can't ask for more at his age. He's giving me everything mm-hmm. he's got. It's unfair for me or anyone else to think that at his age, he can still just go carry a team on his back and provide that type of energy. No, no, no. He can still put up numbers, though. So right now – internally they're going to have to look at what they're going to do to their core group in order for them to get there. They can trade those two guys. Or the bigger question is what does LeBron James do? Because LeBron James is going to have a say-so, whether they want to acknowledge it or not. And it's time to look at everything moving forward because – the only thing that they can do in free agency is get guys on minimum deals, provided those three guys are at the elite level. So if you're telling me we are at the elite level because of injuries, okay, we can, uh, we can agree to disagree on that. Or are we just going to act like they are elite players and then kind of just say, well, next year? or are we going to say now nah, we probably need to do something and that's the billion dollar question
0: and when you say billion dollar that that immediately in my mind goes to lebron james because i think lebron james is the, the that is and the reason I call him or I refer to him or I, I acknowledge the nickname King James is because I think that LeBron is the king on a chessboard in the NBA and he can make whatever move he wants to make you know what I mean as we've seen over the years and his moves are to control his own narrative and in that sense his narrative is always LeBron's going for the title and also LeBron loves Cleveland so and in, in I look at I look at the teams that have the the horses, so to speak, and I look at the 35 games in, the Cleveland Cavaliers are number three. They're the three seed in the Eastern Conference, and they have, I mean, maybe Tim Duncan 2.0 right now with Evan Mobley. They have a great front line. They have the size, and it plays back into LeBron's narrative of Cleveland is home, and Kevin Love for LeBron James, including you know maybe Colin Sexton and Denzel Valentine, the trade evens out numbers wise, and Kevin Love could go home to L.A. and be with Russell Westbrook Tell and be with Anthony Davis, and I, I'm I mean it sounds crazy, but it's not it's not necessarily insane, right? No, no, you're not insane.
1: And look, if you and I let's pretend you and I were the general manager of the Lakers. If that phone call came in, or we were the general manager for the Cleveland Cavaliers, if that phone call came in, basically what you're saying is LeBron James for Kevin Love, Darius Garland, right?
0: Yeah, Darius Garland. Yeah, who's playing like an all-star this year. And you throw
1: in another player, right? And you throw in another player to make the salaries work. You can't just dismiss that conversation. Okay? That's a – that's a, true, that's a true conversation to have. You can't just dismiss it. Now, if you are the Lakers, you can't dismiss it because you're saying, are we, are, we really, are we really moving forward? Do we really believe that we can put or track some veteran at a minimum to come? Are we saying that we can put together the depth necessary as the roster is currently constructed cuz financially those guys are all making over 40 million? How can we put together a team and knowing that our best player is 37 now, he'll be 38 next year, 39 the following year? <laughs> how can we do this? That's a real conversation. Whether they it, want – if that call was made, Tate, you got to take it. And you have to have a conversation about it. Now, this is the first scenario that I've heard that I said, you know what, that's a real – that's a tough call. I'm not saying they should do it or shouldn't, but you got to take the call. And not only do you have to take the call, you have to put this out on the table because as you are looking at your team, and if you don't think you can win with those, those guys – chemistry, health, roster construction, all of those things. You have to take that call because you would be getting back Kevin Love. He's, he's been playing terrific. Even though he's coming off the bench this year, he's been playing terrific. You know, went to school, you know, right there in Westwood, UCLA. Darius Garland could very well be an all-star guard. We all know now that you got to have terrific guard play if you're going to be good. You got a young player. And then you could get something back, maybe a draft pick or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah, probably a
0: couple draft picks, something picks like that. Whatever yeah. it is, and say, hey, we
1: are we're, we're we're moving our franchise and going forward. You know, and so just look look at that. You could have a D and Darius Garland. You could and say, you know what. Ad
0: Darius Garland, and then may, Kevin maybe Love, you trade Westbrook to the Kings and get Buddy. I, I, I don't you know. know what I, you you, you got you to take building this. a team around Anthony Davis. You, basically, you
1: got to you got to take that's a that's a scenario. Take it's great by you. That's a scenario. You have to take that call. This isn't like you dismiss it. Uh, if you are Cleveland, you have to take that call because you're and now
0: you're really in the championship conversation.
1: This kid, Evan Mobley, has sped up your clock. No one expected Evan Mobley, probably with the exception of us, thought that Evan <laughs> Mobley was going to be this good, right? You know, we we give said a, he'd be the number one we pick, said, we thought. We, we, yeah, we yeah. thought he was going to be good. Uh, and honestly, I didn't think he was going to be this good this soon, but I thought he was going to be good. Evan Mobley has sped up the clock. Evan Mobley suddenly now got everybody. They're a top four seed in the East, like, Raise your hand if you had that picked at the beginning of the season, okay? And suddenly you have an opportunity to say, hmm, I could add a, a LeBron James to this mix and see what happens. That's an intriguing That's an intriguing proposition there that I think everyone has to take into account. Now, these are like things that never hit the media, but if that were to happen, take you and I, if we were the, L.A. general manager or the Cleveland general, ma- general manager, we would have to seriously take that call, run it through the system, and run it up the ladder to the owner and say, is this something you would consider? Because mm. it works. It works it, financially. It works on the court. And it fits everyone's timeline. And this is a serious conversation that you got to have. if that conver- If that was made. And that's just you know, you and I just talking about it, but I think that's one that you would really, really have to look at.
0: And it, oh, I mean, it's it's one thing to, you know, have that conversation, but if it does actually happen, I mean, for, as far as narrative, you know, we talked about how the NBA, that suspension of LeBron kind of sent a message that if, you, you know, your star, number one guy, he probably doesn't get that suspension, but, you know, that was kind of like the larger context of that conversation. But if he went back to Cleveland And made this massive mega deal. It's basically trying to be the main event. again. You know what I mean? It's a main event type move, which is a very LeBron thing that I could, you know, it kind of fits the timeline and the narrative of it all a little bit.
1: Yeah, it it would be interesting. It would be interesting on this level. I think basketball wise, you got to at least you got to look at it. You can't just like it would be interesting to see what ownership would do on both sides. That to me would be the most interesting thing because, without question, you would have to run it by LeBron.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm saying this scenario is if LeBron came up with the scenario. That's the only thing I. I, yeah, way I, I, I think, think it you, happens. You,
1: would, but you but the ownership would have to, the ownership would have to run, sign off on this mm-hmm. because it's such a mega move. Because suddenly you're going from Cleveland to rebuilding to suddenly, oh, we can win a championship. And all of this happened within six months.
0: And we got the guy who brought us our first championship back all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. And in in Star Wars term, (laughs) that's light speed. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I mean, you literally you're going you're you're you go from, hey, we're just trying to get the draft pick right to like, oh, we got a chance to win a championship. And with him gives you it. Now it's it's not far fetched. So no,
0: now you're in the conversation legitimately in the conversation. in the conversation.
1: But I think that that's that's a good move. That's a I like that one. That 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 was you know, I would love to be an executive in that decision. Because that <laughs> it, it because it forces you to look at the big picture, right? You can't just look at numbers, you can't just look at like you're you're looking at like how to put together a team that can win the final game of the season. Mm. And as I think about it, you you would have Jared Allen, Laurie Marketing, Evan Mobley, LeBron James, and Ricky Rubio. Now, is that enough tape? I, but I would certainly like to think
0: they got a change. Well, if they made, if they made that move, they would probably make some more moves and then you would assume well, that I don't know what else other move signing. you would
1: like to make. Whatever the, you you got what maybe you...
0: Sexton. Maybe they flip Sexton into someone well, Sexton's else. Sexton's hurt can this come year. There. Yeah,
1: you can't. You know, he's yeah. hurt.
0: You, you yeah, know,
1: he's hurt. But I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just saying for this year. Now, maybe in the off season, maybe you, you have Sexton. Maybe you bring Sexton back now, so yeah. that Ricky Rubio could be Ricky Rubio off the bench. To me, is a coach's dream.
0: Like. Yeah, it's an X factor. Yeah, I mean, he, it's the he, reason why he's, this team he's is my is comfort blanket. So like, okay, I yeah. know I
1: got Ricky Rubio sitting here, and anything I get as a starter from that position now is just that's just that's just icing on the cake.
0: Yeah, Ricky kind of reminds me of D Rose in that sense. Yeah, it's that's just like, you, like have I, lead, uh, you have league guards coming off your bench.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got I, I know that. I, I know I got Ricky sitting there, but if <laughs> I can get fifteen points from this guy, that's just like
0: icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah.
1: and then you have the other players. I, that's something you got to think about. That's something Mm -hmm. you have to think about. And I like the fact that they have enough youth, and in particular, Evan Mobley, where he could carry you now through the regular season and the postseason. And Jared Allen and Laurie Markin and, and all those other players can be true role players, provided that LeBron James still has the ability to close a game when it matters most.
0: Provided. Which... Provided, and it seems like, I mean, at this point, he, he has the most experience at doing that. So he, he's the guy that you would almost like, hey, I'll saddle my horse up and say LeBron's yeah, I mean, got a really it, good it, shot it, in this moment to make it happen. Yeah, yeah
1: it's like Tim Duncan. You know, a guy gives you 15 points a game in the regular season. And then suddenly in the playoffs, you know, he's doing 25 or 30 because he knows that he, he has enough reps to know that he can give it to you when called upon.
0: And the, re- the resounding response if LeBron did that, it would be a very forward-thinking move because it would basically say that, you know, Evan Mobley is the future of the center position for America, Team USA. You I, know well, what I mean? Well, Evan
1: Mobley. That's what the move would say. Listen, if you're going to – somebody's got to guard Kevin Durant and somebody's got to guard Giannis. Giannis. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I'm not saying anybody can guard him, but you, one of the requirements is you better be at least seven feet. You better have a wingspan for sure. You better at least be seven feet before you talk about guarding them. That's that's the first requirement, okay? So as I look around the league eight
0: and was so valuable in the playoffs. As I look around the league, there aren't
1: many that I would say that even have a chance. Even have a chance. No one can guard them. But all I want is a chance. And Evan Mobley right now is a young enough kid to at least have a chance.
0: Mm. i think he's got a good chance to be great so yeah, i'm excited yeah. to see what happens i like that hypothetical um i don't know what will happen in la obviously we will be you know tuned in and keeping up with it um i wanted to ask you bj one story because I, I love story time with bj um and it's about the commercial the christmas nba christmas commercial i think it came out in 2013 but it's the one with steph curry Derek, kd lebron oh, oh, and, and the jingle bells you yeah, know what that was, I mean, that was pretty
1: cool that, that was cool i That was really, really cool. I'm going to tell you, I remember being at that shoot and I thought it was cool as they were doing it. And it was better once they put it all together. I thought that was one of the best commercials that I've seen, especially for the holidays. It was just, it was a nice play and I love it when it's authentic. Like, I remember Derek enjoyed it. It was kind of like you had to like, it was like, Oh, I see what they were trying to do. You know, it was kind of one of those things like, oh man, that would be cool. And you had to get the rhythm, you know, you had to get the rhythms together so I they love could Der- it up.
0: Derek opens it up. He's like, set it off, KD, or whatever he says. Yeah, about. yeah. It was like one of those <laughs> things.
1: And, and it was like, you know how, you know, well, I don't know how many commercial shoots or sets you've been on, but when it's authentic, it just feels right. It's like. The cameras just happen to be on while you
0: are actually acting like Tate Frazier. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like that's what everyone wants when. Yeah, you Yeah, and the it, on. Derek was yeah. just
1: like being Derek, like just be Derek. But what what is your spin on on this thing? Dun, dun, dun. And they was like, I remember it was like really really cool, and I remember we were all really excited to see the finished product. I remember it. I can remember him calling him like, "Man, did they send it yet? Did they send it yet?" I was like, "No, they haven't sent it." But when it came out. It turned out really well. And I thought all of the guys, it looked like all the other guys enjoyed it too, but I know he really enjoyed it. And it was, it turned out really well
0: and that was such a special time I mean I was I was in college when that commercial came out but I mean the NBA in my mind I mean it was uh, you know a lot of times we get into foregone conclusions with the NBA like this team is destined to win and they're supposed to right. win but for whatever reason at that time it just felt like the NBA was kind of a free for all and all these guys were so young and there right. was so much promise and uh, you know you had LeBron in Miami at that point you know you had Curry and he was kind of like over exceeding at that point Derek was the MVP KD was obviously you know just took the thunder to the finals right everyone was just at this level where it it was so much enthusiasm and then they did that commercial and nba on christmas is already a special thing but when you saw all those guys in a room and they they had this little christmas commercial it was just uh it it was magic that came through the television and obviously you were there for the for the real moment yeah it's good to hear
1: i I got one question to ask you Tate, before we get out of here is um during the christmas holidays and the games Cause I know you love shoes, as you like to refer. You say you are loud from the what, the waist down. Loud right? down low. Yeah. You're L- loud, loud down, down yeah, low. Loud down low. That's your that's your that's your that's your that's your, that's your, that's your little saying there. <laughs> Whose shoes are you looking for on Christmas?
0: Who? Well, you know Jordan just dropped the cool gray Elevens again. Um, Jordan Brand, you know this guy the, Jordan. The,
1: man. You know I got to talk to this guy. You know what? <laughs> You got a number tape. I got to call this guy. This guy's this guy's been dropping shoes for like the last 35, 40 years. Okay, all right, all right. Let me he preface the pre- question. He still got. He still got Besides the pre- Jordan, who
0: are you looking forward to? This
1: guy is. It's unbelievable.
0: It's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I will be honest with you. I'm trying to get into the the Giannis sneakers. You know, Giannis, when when any player, like, wows me on the court, that's how you get my attention, and I pay attention to your shoes. So, like, Steph Curry, when he was going off, even though I don't like Under Armour, I checked out the shoes. I got the Curry 4s, you know what I mean? Oh, okay. I, I okay. never wore them, but I checked them out. Okay. You know what I mean? But, but now, after what Giannis did, I, I've been checking out the, oh, the okay. freaks, the Zoom freaks. And, Is that what uh, they're called,
1: the Zoom freaks?
0: Yeah, I like those. And uh there there's about 4 of them right now. Is that, is that the like official th- is that the
1: official name? That's
0: the, the So if official I said name. I
1: if I said, you know, I want the freaks aka yeah. the Rick James, you know, yeah. <laughs> I want the yeah. Rick James. You want,
0: <laughs> you're like I want the freak ones, they'll be like, yeah, we got those. We got the Greek freak ones. Oh, okay. Ones. Okay. That's politically correct. I'm not I'm not like am I too <laughs> old to say that? No, you can say that. Yeah. It's just Yeah, you
1: know, there's some things I, I feel like I'm too old to say now. Like, you know, like that, that's nah, dope. Can... I can't say that anymore. It's like, that's
0: dope. You think so? I think you Well, you, you know,
1: when I was young, when it first came out, it's funny because we were saying that like in the 80s. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And now it's it's still around. And I'm like,
0: okay, isn't that out of style yet? Or is if, you know, but I hear the kids say what? it now
1: and I just, I kind of laughed to myself. But.
0: Well, one of my favorite things, Andre Three Thousand was talking about hip hop, and he was like, "The first word is hip." So he was like, "I'm old. I'm not hip anymore." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh,
1: that's what I'm saying. That's why I asked. You know, I want to. I want to stay
0: in my lane. You know, like I mean, like yeah, yeah, as yeah. a
1: kid, we were saying that's dope, and like my, I can remember my mom was like, "You can't say that." You know what I mean? I was like, "Oh, I got to yeah. say it now because my mom said I can't say it." Right. But now at fifty four, I'm like, I
0: can't say that. It's, I'm too old now. Like Well, when it I'm, used to be like back in the day, people were smoking dope. You know what I mean? Like that was, <laughs> that was, yeah, well, <laughs> that was like hey, the other hey, time. Hey, hey,
1: keep a PG here. Keep a PG here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, this has been fun, BJ. I uh, I think this is a good Christmas special. Hey. Um,
1: Merry Christmas, my friend. Happy New Year. And uh hopefully you have time. I know you're there in, in family. You're probably gonna have some good barbecue there.
0: Oh uh, man. Yeah, it's gonna food. be great. Yeah, yeah, my my mom is a, a great cook, and uh, she's in the crock pot with the macaroni and cheese. Oh, you know, oh. we got like you know turkey. We got oh. honey baked ham. Oh. You know what I mean? Oh, man, it's, now uh, get, I'm
1: getting hungry just thinking about all this.
0: Man, man, that's awesome. It's it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. So oh, I, hey. I'm excited for that. But uh, BJ, anything else before we get out of here? Hey, went in water, my friend. We got to make waves. This has been pushing through. Hope everybody has a merry Christmas, and we will see you later in the week.